0: a life coach, and a sacred harlot. My life vision is to create a sex-positive world through adult education and BDSM performance art. Hello and welcome. You're listening to another edition of Adult Bedtime Stories. I am Ladyboy Gigi and I have Paul with me tonight. Hey guys, tonight's topic is on intentional sexual consciousness, and I kind of thought about this topic due to just a friend did brought this up for a um, webinar recently. It was more on mindfulness and on. Meditation, but I got, it got me to thinking about my path in sexuality and setting intentions and really exploring sexuality at a fuller level, at a more conscious level. Really discovering how our bodies work, getting out of our head and more into our body when it comes to sex and also exploring different forms of sexual expression. And I know that for me, I'm all over the place when it comes to sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think a lot of people, we have so many taboos around sexuality. And one of the things I think is really, I did early on was I intentionally... Set out to break some Montebes and really explore and discover what sex was for me, what I liked what i what really got me to new places and part of it was that I started experiencing certain things before I learned the words for it and when the words came and I heard them from other people, they always mentioned it as something forbidden and bad and and I thought, oh, that's too good to be bad. And so a lot of my life I've been kind of exploring sexuality with a more open mind than I think a lot of us have in our culture because of social conditioning. And so I set out to really explore things. And so tonight's show we're gonna kind of explore and talk a little bit about some of the things you can do to really broaden your sexual horizons. And I know for mindfulness and for really getting more in tune with your body, breathing works. Different types of breathing exercises can help you become more fully attuned to your body. And we've covered the lover's breath on this show several times where you... Do a deep, forced inhale, and then sigh the breath out. It's very slowly letting it just sigh out. And then there's also things like developing your sex muscles, doing PC muscle exercises. And I know Paul's been discovering some things around there. So I'm going to let him talk a little bit about the PC muscle exercises. So we've talked a lot about...
1: on the show about the PC Muscles. In case anyone missed it, the PC Muscles, the pubococcygeus muscle strip, it, it's a strip of muscle that runs from your tailbone to your pelvis, and it is the muscle that really controls a lot in sex, for, in both men and women. It's also the muscle that you use to stop your pee if you know, or hold it in if you really have to pee. In order to to work it out, I started by focusing on clenching my butt until I started getting better at controlling the actual PC muscle strip. I've been a big fan of PC muscle exercise, and I, I probably on any given day do anywhere from ten minutes to forty-five minutes, broken up, up throughout the day in several bursts. But recently, I really got into kind of going further with my PC muscle exercises and. I found that I have gotten to the point where I have a lot of control over it. When I first started, I could feel the difference between a soft squeeze and a medium squeeze and a hard squeeze. But there wasn't a whole lot of room in between those three levels. And recently, I've found that there's a whole lot of difference between the hard and the soft and the medium. And I've learned how to kind of slowly squeeze and slowly squeeze and slowly squeeze and squeeze a little more and squeeze a little more and be able to take 30 seconds to do a full squeeze from completely relaxed to completely squeezed and it's been incredible what it has brought for me it as i've been kind of exploring this more in depth i've found so much sexual gratification in just doing pc muscle exercises without stimulating any other part of my body and getting myself really turned on and really hot through doing it and it's really really incredible and it it does take work to get to the point that I have you know I've been regularly doing my PC muscle exercises for the last three years so you find you don't have quite as much range don't be surprised or disappointed it takes a while to get to the point that I am I'm at but Gigi also talked about breath work and I find that it's very helpful to do breath work while I'm doing my PC muscle exercises and you can either do the squeeze on an inhale or on an exhale depending on what you find works best for you. The other nice thing about the PC muscle exercise is that as you get more range, there are different kinds of squeezes. You can do a lot of hard squeezes in a row. You can do a light squeeze and then relax, and then a medium squeeze and relax, or and then a hard squeeze and relax. Or you can do rapid squeezes where you squeeze hard very quickly and relax very quickly and go through that. And finding your rhythm and finding what works best for you is, is very, very helpful. And I think it's a practice that helps in being able to have better sex and have better control over your orgasm and for me, since I have a penis, it gives me a greater control over my erection and how hard my erection is. For people who have a vulva, a vagina, it allows to tighten during during sex, which can be very pleasurable for you and your partner. I also have found that it, it helps on long car trips when I have to hold my urine until the next stop but you know there's a lot of things that i get out of it but i i what i've been discovering lately is not only is it good for like building up the, those muscles for sexual activity but it also in itself can be a sexual activity it's quite pleasurable
0: and on that note i have had a girlfriend and a boyfriend in the past that had very well-developed PC muscles, especially with this girlfriend, I would enter into her, and then we'd do no other movement except uh, using our PC muscles to stimulate each other. And when you've really developed those muscles, it can be amazing how much stimulation you can get. Mm-hmm. And even when I've had anal sex with boys that I, and that when I've taken boys into me, I can use my PC muscles and do squeezes on them mm-hmm. that are pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it really it's amazing how much once we exercise them, how much control we can have just using our sex muscles and it can be an amazing experience to just lay very still and just squeeze our muscles together and work up different rhythms of squeezing and bringing teasing each other to greater heights so I wanted to kind of throw that in but like any muscle of the body it doesn't Get strong overnight. It takes some time to build it up, but once you do, it's well worth the effort.
1: And one of the things I I've also found uh, that I've been doing this week is I I do sexual meditation every night, and what I've been doing this week is starting off doing several minutes of PC muscle exercises before stimulating any other part of my body and then getting myself really worked up and really enjoying myself and then getting myself right to the edge of ejaculation and then taking my, my hand off of myself and just doing PC muscles while I have fully engorged hard on and feeling that feeling go from my PC muscle strip and feeling it engorge the blood at the head of my cock where I've even been able to see the head of my cock grow as I squeeze my PC muscles really hard And and feeling it go like... Imagining after the squeeze, like, imagining that wave going up the shaft of my dick into the head of my cock and, like, holding that squeeze and really feeling the the blood fill the head of my cock. Oh, man, it's, it's absolutely incredible.
0: And for women, developing those PC muscles not only gives you very amazing vaginal abilities mm-hmm. but it also improves the erection and the clitoris and and all the erectile tissue in females mm-hmm. and it improves your circulation down there mm-hmm. and so it really does make a huge difference in in your s- sexual what your body responds to sexually. Another area that I like to work with, and we talked a little bit about the breath work, is combining the breath work with the PC muscles, but also with really opening and deepening your breath. A lot of times we breathe shallow. And when you breathe deeper, those deep belly breaths, Mm -hmm. that really helps circulate energy in the body and it circulates the sexual energy big time, especially in combination with the PC muscle squeezes. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I've been exploring lately, I used to do this a long time ago, where I'd get a semi-erection and then sit on my cock with the head against my anal opening, and I'd squeeze my muscles and stimulate both my cock and my anus together and that can be pretty incredible because I can feel the head engorge as I squeeze and then shrink back down plus I feel the muscles in my anus squeezing down on it around it and it's just an incredible experience (laughs) But there's many different things you can explore once you've developed your PC muscles. And one of the things I've always enjoyed, I discovered this long ago, is swinging high on the swing set. I used to have a girlfriend that liked to do this. She'd sit on my lap, take my cock into her, and we'd swing ourselves to orgasm after orgasm. And it was amplified by that tingly sensation you get when you swing real high on a swing and you get those delicious tingles plus a combined PC muscle squeezes with it and oh it's just an incredible experience. (laughs) What are some other experiences you've discovered that are kind of out there?
1: So one of the things that you were talking about earlier that you touched on earlier was moving the sexual energy around in your body and it's kind of a hard thing to really grasp and understand what that means but I remember one of the things that really helped me to understand it when we first started working with each other is you said that most guys, or even women, tend to just keep that energy in their genitals and not really move it past there. And I remember when I first started working with you, and it was when we were working on my problems with premature ejaculation that you had me anytime I got really close to having an orgasm, stop stimulating myself down there and do a hard PC muscle squeeze. You told me that some people that doing a hard PC muscle squeeze is the thing that helps them keep from having orgasm. But some people it's the complete opposite where you have to, completely relaxed the PC muscle. And for me, it was a, a hard squeeze. And I remember when I did that hard squeeze, and then when I started to release, during releasing it, I all of a sudden felt the shiver, tingly energy moving away from my genitals and like down into my legs and I realized that that at least was how I experienced the sexual energy that you talk about a lot and like understanding that and feeling it like spread into the rest of my body I remember I would use my fingers and lightly caress and I would move the energy away from my genitals and down my legs and up my torso and through my arms and fingertips and uh, allow that tingly feeling to spread throughout my body instead of keeping it in in my root chakra and, you know, in the genitals. And as I would do this several times... I'd feel that energy grow and build throughout my body. And when I finally, well, first, like one of the first things it allowed me to experience was it allowed me to really experience non-ejaculatory orgasms that just kind of went on throughout my body and would make me shiver and uh, like go, especially up my spine and, I'd feel goosebumps running along, like, my scalp and, like, through my my fingers and toes and, ah. But then also when I have an ejaculatory orgasm, all of a sudden I have the release of the ejaculation and then because the rest of my body was so primed and ready with that sexual energy... It would just kind of go throughout the rest of my body. And um, instead of just feeling good in in my genitals, it felt good in my entire body. And it was incredible.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And what you're describing is a full-body orgasm. And there's so many different types of orgasms we can have once we really discover our bodies at a deeper level, at a more conscious level. I've actually had ejaculatory orgasms just from nipple play alone. And those can be quite incredible. And nipples can be very erotic and tuned in and turned on through just conscious intent really focusing in and feeling the sensations fully and mindfully. And I think there's many different erogenous zones where you can have Mm -hmm. experienced different types of orgasms. Sometimes they're ejaculatory ones, sometimes they're non-ejaculatory. But they can be very powerful. (laughs) I know that for me, I've gotten
1: to the point where I I do have a lot of different kinds of orgasms and I think part of it is because I am more open to things that I may have missed in the past that had always been there and then I think the other side of it is through doing exercises like the PC muscle exercises where I've built up my my sex muscles and doing things like edging and doing other things like spending long periods like really turned on and fully in that sexual energy without touching my genitals but stimulating my my other erogenous zones like my nipples and my anus and my earlobes and around my neck and my toes and the cheeks of my ass and you know like all over too just uh you know using my fingernails to lightly scratch it's interesting to me how when you are already in the state where you're fully turned on and really primed with sex energy all of these uh sensations that in other contexts might feel completely mundane they take on a completely different energy and a completely different feeling like having practiced a lot of that i've gotten so much more out of sex and i've had such amazing and powerful powerful orgasms and I've also had really amazing sexual experiences that didn't lead to um ejaculation orgasms or even uh non ejaculatory orgasms I've had a whole the I what I think I'm trying to say is that the the range of sexual experiences so much wider than it seems at first, especially being born with a penis and with in the body that I've been born in. I think that for for men and people who are assigned male at birth, it is really easy to just kind of focus in on your cock. And I know that I've talked to men who think having their balls fondled might be gay. so like they don't even like it when their partners fondle their balls, which is so ridiculous, in my opinion. But the range of sexual experience is so broad. And as you put more focus in your life and 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 work on it, and open yourself up to more you learn more and more that it it just keeps on getting wider and that there's more to experience than ever seemed possible and that's one of the most beautiful things about sex to me
0: mhm and i think one of the things this, these practices help with is it helps us get out of our heads helps us get out of the performance anxiety. Am I good enough? Am I doing it right? And when you can refocus on breath work and circulating sex energy through your body and you get deeper into your body, you become more in tune. It's a matter of focus. When you're focusing on, oh, am I hard enough or am I doing it right, you're outside of your body, you're in your head. But when you can make that shift, all of a sudden you become much more attuned to your body. And it partly touches on that concept of the kundalini, the sleeping serpent within. It's like we walk across a room in our mundane lives and our genitals are being stimulated, but we barely notice it. But when... We lay in bed naked and start thinking of those sexy, juicy thoughts, and all of a sudden things start getting turned on, and we get into that headspace where we're more in tune with our bodies. All of a sudden, touch transforms. It becomes electric. It becomes exhilarating. And that's the Kundalini awakening. And it's very powerful tantric Mm -hmm. principles. And by practicing these things, you can really get to whole new levels of sexual experiences. One of the other things that I kind of discovered
1: early on, but have really gotten more in touch with lately that kind of goes into all of this is that... Sometimes when I'm in the middle of pleasuring myself or I'm in the middle of sex or raising sexual energy, I want to bring myself more into my body. If I start to get hung up on performance anxiety or on things like that, uh, a lot of times I try to... And I I think that this is a very personal thing for me. I can't promise it will work for other people, but I focus on, like, the way my tongue feels in my mouth. Because your tongue is surrounded by your teeth and by the roof of your mouth, and it's constantly stimulated. But we have gotten so good at tuning out that stimulation... It's a part of the body that feels like no other part of the body. It's continuously wet, and it's just muscle. It do- doesn't have any fat. and It's actually one of the most sensitive parts of the body. You know, If you have a, a little paper cut on your finger that you can't even feel with any other part of your body, if you lick it, it feels so much different on your tongue because your tongue is so sensitive. So I start focusing on my tongue when I want to get myself out of my thinking, logical, analytical brain, and I I want to get back into my body. And I I think that's been very helpful for me.
0: Mm -hmm. And there's so many different techniques that can be used. The tongue is one, and That can be very powerful. But also just placing yourself, your conscious thoughts into a part of your body. Mm -hmm. I know I used to have a, a girlfriend that liked to gender bend. And she'd wear a strap on and I could feel her cock penetrate me. And I could feel my pussy. And it was all through just putting my mind into that space. It's kind of hard to put into words exactly, but but often we can take ourselves into a part of our body and feel our bodies in different ways. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I was in the middle between a boy and a girl, and I could feel his cock going through my cock into her. As I was going into her, and it's kind of an energy thing. Mm-hmm. So you can do a lot of energy play once you start really getting into some of these things. Well, we're to the halfway point already. My time flies. <laughs>
2: Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, an infant formula company on a mission to get a lot closer to the most super, super superfood on the planet, breast milk our patented protein blend has more of the important and most abundant proteins actually found in breast milk we're the first and only u.s made formula to use organic grass-fed whole milk not skim we even conducted the largest clinical trial by a new infant formula company in a quarter century with clinically proven benefits like easier digestion less spit up and softer poops versus a leading infant formula and we make our own formula in the usa and our very own factories in iowa oregon and pennsylvania by heart a better formula for formula Learn more at buyheart.com.
0: And I'd like to start with Aphrodite's Temple. We're starting, kicking off the virtual Aphrodite's Temple gatherings. And our very first one, official one is going to be Sunday, January 31st from 1 p.m. Central Time Zone. And we'll be going from 1 to 4, I think four or five, and basically for the, our first one, the topic discussion is going to be on what does sex mean to you, what is sex energy, and what has sex brought to your life, and we kind of do temple in two parts. The second part, we do experiential activities for the courageous ones that want to join in and do some hands-on. So we'll be doing a guided exercise on raising sexual energy, utilizing erotic meditation and erotic Mm self-pleasuring. And I've got the new website up. It's Aphrodite's Temple website. And it's ladyboytemple.com. That's all one word, ladyboytemple.com. And you do have to sign up ahead of time to attend temple gatherings on Zoom. But it's we've kind of run a few of them just experimentally. Mm-hmm. But we're opening it up now to really having more people and more participation. And mm-hmm. the ones we've had have been highly successful and everybody's gotten a lot out of it. Because mm-hmm. we get into some of the practical hands-on energy working and work with one another and in group settings it can be even virtually it can be very powerful. So check out our new website, Ladyboytemple.com and you can sign up. I'll put the each month's uh, temple gathering activities on the events page and we've got the principles that you have to agree to if you want to attend. It's basically just your safe, sane, and consensual rules. Getting in touch with being respectful and coming from a place of honor and and celebration. And then we've got our other website, uh, ravenslayerleather.com. And I've got my new sex coaching website up. It's GG. Wilbur dot com, and that's two G's. Wilbur.com, Wilbur dot com. W I L B U R. Anything you want to add to station break?
1: On both the Raven's
0: dot com site
1: and the Wilbur dot com site. Oh, and on on uh, Aphrodite's temple as well. On all of the websites, you can. Find resources like different training programs and you can... I don't think it's true at all of them, but I know on the Ravenslayer Leather site, there's a list of different resources, uh, mental health resources and COVID-related resources. If there's anything that you're having problems with, but there's all sorts of resources there that you can find that can can help you you know reach your your potential and learn about sex and all of the wonderful things that we do right? so
0: mhm and back to our topic we've been talking about reaching greater heights in sexuality becoming more conscious of and and more informed, making mm-hmm. in- choices about how we want our sex life to mm-hmm. open up for us. And that it, we do it with intent, we do it with this kind of quest to improve our sexual experience, because we can go so much further than what we were taught. <laughs> I think for me, exploring BDSM is another avenue that it's not for everybody, but for those it is for, that can make sex, a, a, take sex to a whole other level. Now, some people like to keep BDSM and sex separate, but for me, they they go together. I like them together. I've done BDSM without the sex, and it's good. But when you combine them, oh, my. <laughs> and I'm sure you have a lot to add to the BDSM side.
1: For for me, BDSM has um, actually really helped me a whole lot with uh, my sex and my sexuality. And a lot of that does come down to having a, a very good DOM. And when you get into BDSM, th- the... Finding a good partner to do BDSM with is of the utmost importance. But for me, BDSM has helped me overcome shame issues and trauma and guilt issues. It has given me a deeper well of experience to tap into It has helped me to become more confident, which will always lead to having better sex. It really has enriched my my life in a whole lot of ways. I, I think that it's kind of opened the door to really, like, exploring and, like, having better tools to understand myself at a a much like deeper like closer to my core level which really goes a long way into having better sex so i you know i'm a fan and i i recommend it highly
0: And in the BDSM community, there is this concept that BDSM is all about power exchange between two people, two or more people. And power exchange can be very dynamic, but it also incorporates role play, where you can have a safe container to play out different roles and really explore different aspects of oneself. Because we all have the different parts of ourselves. And often we don't have an avenue to really fully, safely express certain aspects of ourselves. But when we get into BDSM role play, that opens a whole new frontier of exploring many different things. And BDSM doesn't... I mean, it's such a wide arena because you can get into just bondage or you can get into pain play, or you can get into service, Mm -hmm. you can get into just a wide range of activities, whatever your cup of tea is, and explore different aspects of your persona and allow the child to come out and play. Mm -hmm.
1: I think another thing that I've really gotten a lot through working with you and this has been kind of on my mind for the last couple of days. In looking back before I started working with you, I think that I had a big problem uh, where, for me, I had so much frustration around not being able to get laid very easily and... I really liked the feeling of sex, and I really liked the feeling of sexuality, but I also had a lot of frustration wrapped around it, and I think that that may have been one of the things that contributed to the problem I had with premature ejaculation, because by the time I would decide to masturbate, like, I had all of this pent-up, stress and I wanted the release so bad and it it didn't take long for me to get that release and since it didn't take very long it left me feeling kind of empty and kind of hollow afterwards I could masturbate again but a I'd have to wait a little while for my refractory period to level out, and it didn't scratch the itch that I wanted it to. And then I think I also, when I had partners, I kind of felt a lot of shame wrapped around my problem with premature ejaculation. And I got very good at hand stuff and with my tongue. And, you know, I always made it a point to uh, put my partner's pleasure, the forefront of sex. But I don't think I was getting as much as I I could have. But I knew that I had this strong sexual energy in me. And I, I knew that I wanted sex to be better than it was for me. And I think that working with you kind of put the focus back on me and my experience because you are so service-oriented as a dom, and you really wanted for me to have a better experience of my own sexuality, that it gave me permission to put the focus back on me and also put the onus on me. Like, you know, when we first started working together at... I wasn't allowed to come, and I had to build up sexual energy for an hour a day, which at the time was absolutely crazy to pleasure myself for an hour without coming. And and it kind of drove me crazy some of the time. But it was really, really good for me in the long run and has given me an opportunity to really get into what makes me tick sexually, what I enjoy sexually, and given me a a range to work with. And I really appreciate that.
0: And one of the secrets about sex is that, and I discovered this long ago, an orgasm lasts just moments. But building up the pleasure in the body It can either be very quick or it can stretch out. And when you stretch it out and you intentionally don't have an orgasm for many hours, where are you? You're in the pleasure zone. And you build up this pleasure and it's built it up and circulated in your body. And it's like all of a sudden you reach a higher state of consciousness When we get really turned on sexually, we're not functioning in our rational brain anymore. We're functioning at a whole different level. And I think that's part of the secret, is that when we can get more in tune with our bodies and with pleasure itself, it takes us to... Well, our brains, even scientifically, we release all those good chemicals in our brain and and it changes our thinking processes. It gets us into a whole different level of consciousness. And that's very powerful stuff. Mm-hmm. And so by denying ourselves or putting off orgasm and really enjoying the journey and learning to enjoy the trip there can be so rewarding because it's, Gets us more in tune with the pleasure and not of the goal and the end result,
1: yeah, and I think that one of the other things that i've I've experienced along the way is not only does it get us into this higher higher thinking and higher mindset and out of our body is but it also i think that i find it to be very healing mm-hmm. and i think that it it's something that's very soothing and calming to me and also it gives me i because it's such a reset feeling that when things seem to be piling up on top of each other and I'm really stressed out for oh we're living in a pandemic and politics are scary and crazy and you know I have some personal drama going on and this or that or whatever it is and I'm so wrapped up in my head about all of these things and I'm feeling so much anxiety and and stress over them and I'm sad and I'm scared and I'm angry. I I know from personal experience if I sit in those feelings that I can let them fester for a very long time and I can get to the point where it's very difficult for me to do anything. And I think that sex um especially if you take some of the steps we've been talking about and really take your time and really open up the sex centers the sex centers of the body and you can do it in a mindful way and you can slowly build up those feelings and let them let your whole body kind of marinate in these feelings and have the brain build up the serotonin and the oxytocin and the dopamine and and endorphins, and get all of those feelings flowing around that by the time you're done and like especially if you allow yourself to have an orgasm and you have the orgasm and it feels great and you feel great and you Just take a few deep breaths as you're letting all of it wash over you. That after that, all of the the other things in your life feel much more manageable and feel like you can handle them. And I think that that's very powerful.
0: And I think another thing that happens during mindful sex Mm -hmm. is that we do become more mindful in other parts of our life. It is a very healing process. I know that Roman soldiers returning from war had to go see a sacred harlot before they could come back to society. And by seeing a sacred harlot and having sexual experiences, they were able to readjust and heal from the horrors of war. It was kind of interesting because there was no PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, because they went through the healing process. So sex can be a very healing force, and just the serotonin that's released helps us reconnect with each other. It's that the, the hormone in our body that helps us really feel close to other people feel that nurturing and that That's more oxytocin. or oxytocin yeah I get mixed up I'm dyslexic mm-hmm. but but there are these chemicals that help us reconnect and mm-hmm. when you get even deeper into this stuff it, I know for me I've had out-of-body experiences I've had very spiritual experiences from prolonged release of these chemicals. And so it can be very powerful stuff.
1: Yeah, to kind of touch a little bit more on the mindful aspect, I think that um, for me, one of the things that really helps me along are doing things like I take a hot bath several times a week which really gets me in my body and outside of my head. I catch myself, you know, when I'm drinking water or I'm eating food or I'm doing anything that is very strong on the senses. If I see something particularly beautiful or I happen to be going outside and I hear your waterfall in the pond, or anything that kind of really snaps me into one of my senses, I often will take a moment away from, you know, whatever it is I'm in the middle of doing, and allow myself to just experience that thing very fully, or if I feel, if I go outside and it's very hot or very cold or things like that. But anything that really stimulates those senses, I've made it part of my practice to just take a a minute and allow myself to fully experience it, not have any thoughts, you know, no judgment about the feeling or anything like that, just to sense it and be with it. And I I feel like that's also been very beneficial to me.
0: Another big benefit I've gotten from practicing these practices mm-hmm. is it creates such amazing bonds between me and my partners. Mm-hmm. And I feel a connection to them at a much deeper, more profound level than I did before I started practicing these things. And with and I've taught many of my partners how to play with these energies. And it's amazing where it can take you and how much it can strengthen your relationship. I know me and my primary partner, Jay, we are so tightly bonded mm-hmm. and we're life partners. <laughs> and it's through some of these practices that we practice together that has brought that amazing bonding and I see so many couples that they're so they don't have that connection Mm -hmm. at that level Mm -hmm. and it's through putting some of these things into practice that can really strengthen that bonding and that that connection with each other
1: and I know that you and I have had a lot of those bonding experiences too And it's been very, very powerful for me. I remember talking to you recently about how our communication has really developed over the last three years. And it's gotten to the point where I I really communicate with you very well and how much it means to me that I've gotten where I have with you. And I remember saying that I thought that one of the reasons that it was hard for me to kind of get to that point with you was because that there's some things in you that reflect things in me that I I didn't like a lot about myself and that that reflection kind of reminded me of these things that were hard for me to deal with but through a lot of these intentional mindful processes that have led to us bonding and and growing together a lot that it kind of forced me to overcome that and that actually that that like the fact that it was kind of hard-fought made it mean more to have that level of honesty with you and that level of openness with you. And I know that it's a lot of the kind of things that we've been talking about throughout the show that have gotten us to that point. I think that it's really powerful.
0: And I think communication is so key and any type of relationship, it really takes being able to open up, and sex does help us open up more on those levels. It helps build that trust and those bonds and nurturing each other. It's very powerful. And a big part of this occurs because we can take the time to build that sexual energy and release those good chemicals in our body that help us bond at that deeper level. It's very powerful stuff. So, well, we're coming to the top of the hour already. Wow, the show goes by fast. Any last thoughts before we sign off?
1: Yeah, I think that it's really important to remember that the kind of things that we're talking about and we've been kind of in a lot of different places and none of these things are skills that you learn right away that all of them take time to work on and develop and the nice thing is that you can take your time to to slowly learn these things and it's it's not a race you know everyone gets to the place that they're going at their own pace, and that's completely okay and It's also the kind of thing that you can kind of start and stop and and then remember and start again and and keep working at and that But I think that it's really worthwhile to Take your time and, you know, kind of focus on your body and on yourself and how your body works and on what you enjoy and rather than being goal-oriented when you are pleasuring yourself, to... Let it be about the journey rather than the destination. And to allow yourself to just really feel what is in your body and honestly what is in your heart and what you want to get out of sex and sexuality. And it can be very powerful if if you do take the time... To, to kind of work on some of these skills.
0: And I think for me, I've been doing this such a long time, <laughs> most of my adult life, and it's so incredible, the journey. It's like it has brought me so much amazing places that I never dreamed was even possible. And I've had experiences that just were so, they touched my heart at such deep levels. And really opened new doors for me in a way that mundane life could never even come close to. Doing the job and doing schoolwork and doing all the mundane tasks. It's like, for a while, sex wasn't a priority. It was kind of on the back burner. (laughs) But when I intentionally put it on the front burner again and started putting some of these things into practice, and it doesn't have to take a lot of time, I can sometimes spend 15, 20 minutes in the morning doing my morning affirmations, erotic affirmations, and then that's it for the day sexually speaking other days I can spend hours on it and it's the journey though that's really important is really a matter of focus it's refocusing on our bodies on our pleasure and on on really getting in tune with ourselves and getting to learn how our bodies work And that can be so amazing. (laughs) Well, I think we're at the end of the show. Enjoy those nocturnal emissions. Explore your bodies and see where they can take you. No matter what form of sexual expression is your thing, explore it, discover. Try new things out and see what does work for you. And see where it can take you. Have a good night. Good night. I find it interesting that adults in our culture are not provided with informative sexual education. Even married couples don't have access to an adequate sexual education and how to pleasure each other. It's assumed that somehow we will instinctively know all that we need to know about sex. I don't know how you feel about this, but I think there's a better method. I would like to invite you to join me in developing a sex-positive lifestyle with freedom of sexual expression between consenting adults. Join us each week to learn everything sexual. Add your comments about the show and any suggestions you have for future show topics. We would love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you won't miss any episodes. This concludes this edition of Adult Bedtime Stories. Are you ready to experience nocturnal emissions? Sex is the final frontier, so explore everything sexual.